Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important, getting or letting go? Back around full circle Why do lies sound pleasant but the truth hurtful Everybody gotta cry once in a while But how long will it take for you smile This is that come back to life shit My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up As if the sun had the night shit And paint the town red for my nigga found dead too soon Yeah, to the left of that decimal I need seven figures to play the joint Turn up your decibels, joint. What's good, everybody? Welcome, welcome back. Seriously, welcome back to the Playing Rotation podcast. It's been, it's been months, it's been weeks, you know, but we're back. Uh, we're firing up at a really good time. Um, CJ, CJ Longboy here, Ryan Eisendrath, Jack Calhoun, and special guest Ryan Taylor filling in last minute for Scott Jackson. Uh, boys, we are back on the podcast. How do you, how do you guys feel that we're back on this, uh, on this podcast grind? fired up we there you we go. have we've had some big big discussions and topics oh there goes my oven big <laughs> to- topics and discussions to hit and this is this is going to be get, this is going to be a heated, heated in case you guys didn't episode. know jack still doesn't have a microphone which is which is insane we've been doing this since october november still doesn't have a mic um we we'll, we'll work on, on that his birthday first birthday we... first birthday first of all happy 25th birthday jack calhoun uh, I was shocked to find to out he was 25 and not 30. 25, yeah, dude. I thought he was getting his AARP card. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty young, actually. Wow. Yeah, I can't, I can't get those yeah late birthday. Happy late birthday to happy late birthday to Ryan Eisendrath, two 24, big two four. It's Kobe here. Two four. Dylan Brooks here. Dylan Brooks here. <laughs> okay, oh. that's a new one. That's a new one, huh? Kobe Bryant here. Mason Plumley. We know how big of a fan Ryan is. MVP of fantasy. Ryan, how do you feel about being back on the pod, dude? I'm I'm excited, man. It's been a long, what? It's been like two months, little little break for us. I think uh, I think it was good for us to uh, you know find the passion back in the pod and get some energy going. I think we were running a little dry, running out of things to talk about, maybe maybe doing it a little too often. And so now we're we've got we've got good things to talk about and, you know, I don't know, man. I'm ready. We we've been freaking battling it out over text message for the last like 3 for days. Real. So, for real. It'll be it'll be a good one. For real. Um, you know, Taylor, Taylor, I know that we shot okay, I got to I got to I got to take responsibility for this, but we've shot a couple episodes here and there. But my lazy ass hasn't been able to put them out. You know, the boys have just been busy, you know. And I, for those of y'all who are listening, uh, I'm the one who actually edits the episode, puts it out, and do I all think, that. And I I'm, think edits is a uh, light word. I listen to the pods. There's a, dude, there's a pod. I'm not shitting on you. I'm just, I think it's funny. I was listening to it. And, like, the first 30 seconds, it was, like, us just, like, joking around, like, that's just, tr- that was a little touch, bro. In the background, and then and then it just kept. It was like, oh, oh, hey, welcome back, everyone. I was dying. Last it's week. just a touch, man. I try to try to be try to like have fun with it. Apparently, it didn't work. But hey, I'm with it. I'm Taylor, I didn't know it was on purpose. I just 
Ryan Taylor, this will be officially your first episode on the podcast. Uh, go ahead and uh, the other one will be in no, the archives. No, second I know, time. we had you, we had yeah, you, but yeah. I didn't put it out anywhere. But that'll be in the archives. I might put it out, you know, for fun. But you know, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell us about you know who you represent, who your who your uh, teams and sports, and uh, what are you gonna what kind of what kind of you know presence you're gonna bring on the podcast here. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's just been such a great opportunity to hear these debates these past months. I think I, I I didn't look at Kemba and Dame the way you guys have. So, I mean, I think now I'm so educated on those two players. I think it's pretty amazing. I did Honestly, I would think you guys are like related to them or something for how much you track them. But I, I think it's, I love the passion of this group. I think uh, for me, obviously my sons are my team ride or die. I I have family from Phoenix, so actually have been following Steve Nash my whole life. So, and also a Packers fan. Again, have family from Wisconsin. So, bro, who go. brought this guy on the pod? Hold up, <laughs> <laughs> NFC North rivalry. I know we got some rivalry, but yeah, usually don't like to bandwagon. Try to stick with the teams. <laughs> like said, All right, Jack. At least I have a team, bro. Hey, but yeah, I got my Kings boy. Okay, Taylor, I have a question for you. Um, you know, you've been listening to the pod closely. Whose points do you resonate with the most? I'm just curious. Hmm. Out of I the four like, of us, so me, Jack, Ryan, and even Scott. I do think Ryan spits a lot of fire. Usually, he. No! I do think he spits a lot of facts. I think Jack. I like. I think Jack and you, CJ, I think you guys always got the controversial ones, which what I the? like it. it. It keeps it, no, it keeps it entertaining. Don't put me in Jack. You're not afraid. I like how you're not afraid to make a point in your oh, opinion. Yeah. But I do, I do, I think align mostly with Ryan's points. And Just based Ryan on the group thing. chats too, I think. True. I spit facts. True. So, yeah, so we've just been busy, you know, uh, bottom line, we've just been busy and you know, we're back. I think we're starting up this podcast at the right time because, honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I think the NBA playoffs are probably the most exciting time of the year. I think any postseason is pretty exciting, but when it comes to the NBA playoffs, you know, we're all following. Oh, you guys are shaking your head. You guys disagree? Yeah, I, You're a I hockey fan? Hockey playoffs? Ex- it's an exciting time of the year, but the most exciting, I mean, I think March Madness kind of tops it. <sighs> Okay, okay. I don't know about this year, but I think, I think it depends. It's preference what sport you like, what you know, what league you like best. So, but I, okay. I, I do agree with you. Playoff basketball is good. What about single elimination oh, yeah. NBA, like an NFL style? That could be wild. That would be insane. Uh, they pay too much. They pay these players too much money to do single elimination type things. I've Yo, seen that debate so. NFL NBA. So, side note: Jokic, Jokic was just cussing out the ref. Just. Need to throw that out. I've never seen him angry before. So, yeah, he's Serbian too. He's loose and he's cool. Yeah, it's in, it's in another language, but yeah. Riff can't give him a tag. But, so hey, yeah, like I've been going, saying, sorry. like I've been saying, you know, we're firing it up back in a good spot. NBA playoffs. It's actually a pretty exciting year. Uh, for one, um, our teams are in it, and our teams are actually matching up. So we'll talk about that briefly. So I think it would be good if we just you know go around the league really quickly. Uh, I think we have a couple games under our belt for each series, so I think we can just cover each series and our first impressions on the matchups. You know, predictions of how far we think it's going to go. 
um, you know, surprising performances, so on and so forth. So I have the playoff like bracket slash schedule up in here, and we can we'll start off with uh we can start off with some series here. Let's start off with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. So that series is now two zero. Milwaukee won in overtime the first game. Second game, Milwaukee won by a lot. That was actually just tonight. So, um, you know, your guys' thoughts on this series? Are you disappointed? Jack, you look like you got something to say. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed. I, I want the Heat to win this series, and to see them go down 0-2 is kind of rough. But I have faith in Jimmy Butler. I have faith in these guys. I think that they can turn it around. Unfortunately, the Bucks came out insanely hot tonight, um, scoring 46 points in the first quarter, Ryan mentioned in the group chat. And it's one of those – he's even said it's one of those nights where Giannis is actually hitting threes. And, you know – when when that kind of stuff is happening, it gets a little tough to win. So and then plus Dwayne Deadmond was Miami's leading scorer tonight. Um and so that becomes a little tough to win when you kinda of got that kind of stuff going on. But yeah. yeah Jimmy Butler only had ten points. Yeah. Wow. Um why do you why are you rooting for Miami so hard? You a fan of a certain player? Does it Jimmy? No, I I just I could I I just prefer the Heat over the Bucks. That's pretty much it. There's no really. I mean, I do like I do like Jimmy Butler, and I I really like uh, Drogic. I I, okay. I I like how he plays, so I'm a fan of his. Um, but other than that, I mean, I appreciate Jimmy Butler. I think he's a great player. He's extremely you know he's extremely competitive, and you know after what he did last year, especially you know you kind of got to root for him. So I'm going for the Heat. All right, I guess I'll follow that up. Um... Dude, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, okay. Giannis opened the game up, nailing a three. Like, all right. When when that happens, it's like okay. That it, it just like if you watch the first quarter, bro. Like, Milwaukee could have shot with a blindfold on and like spun around ten times, and the ball is still going in. Um, and I think that their game plan right now, like Spolstra and the Heat, are going to have to kind of regroup and figure it out because it's interesting what they're doing and what they did was is they're putting Giannis on Jimmy now. So Jimmy's now got someone who's a lot taller than him, a lot lengthier than him. And I think that he, Jimmy's still kind of figuring out how to play against Giannis and Giannis has done. I mean, Giannis is one of the best defenders in the league and he's done a good job at limiting. I mean, in my opinion, Jimmy Butler is pretty much that entire heat team. He's the way like he is, how things click. He's the offense. The offense runs through him. He's makes all the plays for him. I mean, there was one point where he got like, I think it was like five or six double doubles and triple doubles in a row. Like, I mean, the man does literally everything for the heat and without him kind of facilitating and like creating plays and being as kind of valuable as he can be, it makes it tough. So, I mean, I give, I give credit to Giannis. Um, I think that, if the Heat are going to win this series, they have to win both in Miami, and I think that they absolutely have a chance to. I mean, you saw in Game One how close it was. If Middleton doesn't hit a buzzer beater, I mean, and Jimmy won up, they yeah. Um, so it would be. I think it's. I think today's game was just kind of a, a false story of of kind of you know what the series is going to be like. I think if the Heat win, it goes to seven. I think if Milwaukee wins, it goes in six. Um, but I myself, I love my boy Jimmy Butler. He's my guy. Um, I think he's arguably the most underrated all-star in the league. Uh, 
Um, I mean, I even put him up there with arguably the best two-way players in the league at the time. I know you guys don't necessarily no, agree that, that's but that's, fair. Just, that's, that's fair. just my opinion. I, I think he can be considered the best two-way player. Um, so, yeah. I'm I mean, the I, best, but... <laughs> I, I think I, I can argue it, but uh, yeah, so that's just where I'm coming from. But just analyzing the series, Giannis on Jimmy has changed everything. And I mean, when you have a night like tonight where you shoot, like, I think it was like 75% from the field in the first quarter, like you're really not going to lose too many games. Gotcha. Who you got? Who you guys got? Who you guys got? Let's go quickly. Uh, Taylor, we'll get to you, but who you guys got really quickly in this series? You said... Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami and seven, Ryan? I mean, I think I got to see how they play in game three, honestly. I think if Miami wins, they'll do it in seven. But if they lose one at home, it'll be done in six, I think. I think they'll get two wins on them. Uh, Me personally, uh, before you you guys chime in, I got – I don't think – I think this Milwaukee team is a little bit different. Um, Drew Holiday is like – I think he is the most underrated player. I think he's the top five most underrated player in the league. Look at his stats. If you look at his stats just by tonight, dude had 11 points, 15 assists. He had more assists than he had points, and 15 of them is a lot, along with seven rebounds. Um, you know, he's taking the ball out of, you know, he's actually a more credible point guard than Bledsoe. Sorry for all you Bledsoe fans out there. But um, Drew Holiday is an underrated point guard. Uh, I think he's top top 10. You know, and his, his, uh, his impact speaks louder than just, just in the stat sheet just in the stat sheet. So I think he's the big X factor. And I would honestly say Milwaukee is a top two. I would say they're top two in the East. I would put them over Philadelphia for sure. I would say Brooklyn number one, Milwaukee number two, especially when they shoot like tonight, when you had guys like Forbes going off and Bobby Portis. And yeah, that's just me. Taylor? Yeah, everything that's been said, I agree with. I think the the difference I'm seeing too is Giannis doesn't want to be beat for the third year in a row when it started with the Mm -hmm. wall, I think going back to Toronto and then Miami last year, I think he's on a mission. I think this year to your point of where I think it's either them or Brooklyn probably that's coming out. So I think they just look like a more complete team and dominant. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it could be over in five or six, but I think like to Ryan's point, these next two games are critical back in Miami get the crowd going <laughs> and so i mean yeah because they have a great home court advantage too so now that they got fans back i think actually these series are more even but like the bubble i think that's what changed the playoffs last year bucks and six bucks and six fear the deer um i'm a drew holiday fan so <laughs> that's that's just me uh let's move on uh, unless you guys have any more to say um, but I didn't, uh, I didn't give mine yet go ahead go that's, ahead Sorry. that's nice cj very Sorry. nice of you. I'm trying to skip over me. But anyways, um, <laughs> I could have been nicer about that. I'm sorry, CJ. No, it's okay. You're, 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 you're a good coach. <laughs> Milwaukee, I'm, I'm calling Milwaukee in five. Uh, they've Ooh. been – I think they're looking like the better and more complete team, as Taylor was saying. Um, but if I were to you know, sit there and analyze it more, if if Miami ends up winning this first game back at home – then I'll consider it, you know, oh, they'll win two more games and maybe it'll be Milwaukee in six, but I'm calling Milwaukee in five. Got you, got you. All right, th- I think this is going to be the most entertaining series, in my opinion. I think um, I think it's going to be the most personal. I think there's a lot more context that goes in this one. Uh, Dallas versus the Clippers. Dallas won game one, 113 to 103. Luka had a 
thirty point triple double in the in game one, thirty one, ten, and eleven. Um, and I think he was pretty much he was pretty much the whole show there. Um, so this game, in my opinion, I'll go first. I honestly think this game is personal for Dallas, considering that they lost to the Clippers in game one or round one last year. And you had a you know twenty one year old Luca. Luca's a year older now. He's got a and the Clippers. Say what you want. I think the Clippers are actually weaker than they are last year. I know a lot of people will disagree. I think the Clippers are actually weaker this year than they were last year. Um, you got playoff P. I just think you know the. I think the. I think Dallas is taking this more personal. I think they're going to show that they're older. You know, they're Luca's a year older. Kristaps Porzingis is healthy. Fingers crossed. Um, they got, you know, they got shooters. They got playmakers. This is a good team. This is a really good team, and I think they could actually make a conference finals run, in my opinion. I think if I had to predict, I would say Dallas in seven. So, what do you guys think? I can see where you're coming from, but it's only one game. And with how inconsistent Dallas has been all season, bro, like, I just – I don't see them beating the Clippers in a seven-game series unless – I mean, even if – you know, current playoff P plays like he does. I think Kawhi and the rest of the supporting cast will be enough. Um, unless Dallas plays a perfect series like they did in game one. I mean, when Dallas is on, dude, they're one of the best teams in the league, like no cap, but they kind of just pick and choose when they want to turn it on. And that's not a success to win in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and you know, Luca can only will them so far. I mean, we've seen it in the regular season. We saw it last year in the playoffs. Like, someone else is going to have to do something. So, if Chris Stapps, like I said, if the supporting cast around him, Chris Stapps and those guys continue to play well, I can absolutely, I can absolutely see Dallas winning this because the Clippers seem to choke in the playoffs a lot, especially oh, yeah. last year. But the Clippers. I also just, I don't know, man. It's after one game, it's hard for me to say that they're going to win the series. I mean, if they go up 2-0, then it's another question, but it's hard. Going home, too? Mm-hmm. Going home, too. That's the thing. But that's why I'm saying I I got to see game two before I write the Clippers off. Gotcha. Taylor? I, I agree with that. I think this next game is crucial. They don't want to go down 0-2, but I was just looking at the bracket, too, and I'm thinking whoever wins the series, I think what you're Beats alluding Utah. to – goes to the conference finals. I think they're yeah. going, unless Donovan Mitchell's back, I'm not getting ahead with that series, but I do think that's why whoever can get out of this one, it could go six or seven, but I <laughs> I don't know. It's funny you said that. I feel like I feel the opposite. I feel like the Clippers are the more experienced team that should play like that with Rondo now. I think mm. people underestimate him, and I don't, I don't know. I think if he's there playing throughout the whole series, I feel like there's going to be some games down the stretch where it's either going to be him or Luca that comes through. So playoff Rondo, playoff Doe. I think it's to your point. Yeah, they if they go back to Dallas up 2-0, I think the Clippers are in serious trouble. But I do think if they can get a split, and then like I said, it might be a six or seven, probably a really long series again. But I I don't think Dallas is afraid of the Clippers at all. Uh, hold on, Jack. I want you to comment on. Oh, you can com- you can comment on this series, but you made a good comment in our group chat. So controversial point alert or legacy point alert here. Jack point. says 
Jack, do you believe that Kawhi's le- legacy is on the line if the Clippers? Like you had, you brought this interesting point. Me, I don't believe so. But you think that Kawhi's legacy should be questioned, put in question, if they get bounced by Dallas in the first round? I think and tell that, me why. I think that it's an important discussion to have, considering that after he comes to the Clippers, not only did they blow a three-one lead last year, if they lose in the first round to a team they should be beating. Dallas is a great team, but when you look at the Clippers, I mean, you look at the players the Clippers have. They should they should not be losing these games. Like they should not lose this series. They have they have a well rounded cast around them, but it comes down to you know what people were saying after his win in Toronto, saying Kawhi is a leader. Kawhi can lead anybody anywhere. And all that kind of stuff, like it, talking about him as like one of the greatest leaders that they've ever, we've ever seen in this in this league. But for him to get bounced twice in the playoffs with a team that is extremely solid, one of the top teams in the West in the regular season, but then when it comes to the playoffs and they get bounced, does that question? I, to me, that's a question towards his leadership. Like, is he truly is he truly that much of a leader? Can he really pull together a team like that? Because blowing a three one lead like that. I mean, Jack, but are we talking – are we talking it's going to question if he's a good leader? Are we talking like his legacy as a basketball player and like as a talent? I, well, I dude, mean, well, I, here's, I, let, me, let me speak on this. Because, I think that's two different questions. Let me speak on this because as a leader, I think he's already proven that he can. He's actually a great leader no matter what he does. He can honestly like quit basketball and pursue his career in, in magic like we all know that he is because <laughs> he's a magician on the side or music he's doing music now by the way which is crazy oh, or production but he could honestly stop quit playing basketball he could honestly put the basketball down and i think that year in toronto when he literally called his shot he left san antonio and won the very next year i think he's already proven enough as a leader and as a basketball player to but, be honest but, so I, that's why i think his career I, that's why I think his legacy is protected, no matter but what he does. Yeah. Look, let's look at that Toronto team, though. That Toronto team was nice. Dude. Jack, Jack no, they weren't that it. nice, bro. It was no, the same team. It. Okay, what? What do you mean, stop it? What do you mean? Dude, you've got a, you've got a super young Siakam that's unproven. Fred Van Fleet he had like, literally he had a kid and then he became good. Okay, let's be yeah, real. Yeah, exactly. There you go. He that was a scrap. You're telling, me, yeah. you're telling me that that supporting cast is is good, bro? They were good, but they were literally like a step behind. They were literally one piece away. They were one intense. piece away, that was, bro. That was, a, that was a top team in the East. Kawhi the elevated and that the team only, to the win, only, oh, wait, Hold on. The only reason why that team lost multiple times in the East Coast is because of LeBron. Every single year they faced one, and they got and they got bounced. James. But but let's let's put it this way: that team was was good. That was a good team, but they could never handle LeBron. They finally don't have to deal with LeBron, and then quite okay, so you, so you you think that if if Demar think, Derozan's there without LeBron, they win a chip? No, no chance. I don't. I I don't know. That's no disrespect to Demar because I think Demar is great, but no, no. But all all that I'm saying is that this team was a lot better than you think they were. This team isn't. It wasn't a bunch of bums like you like what you think is a bunch of D League players. They're not a bunch of D League players. You know, it was a good. They're a good group of guys. You know, I and, think last year Jack also the Clippers. You got to think about Doc. I think also Doc was a person. You got, to I think that's part of the issue as well. I, which I no, I'm serious. I want to see how this pans out this year with Ty Lue. Pan, how, pandemic, pandemic P. 
See what but you then, did there, but then, but then, if he loses again this year, especially if 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 yeah, then I will five, put more blame on him, Jack. That's what five, I'm saying. If you yeah. see them win in five, then I think you know you should definitely sit there and say, "Well, is Kawhi truly that player right. that we right. thought he was?" Because when he even You're when questioning he him as a basketball player right now, and I just want to clear: you questioning him as a leader, or are you questioning him as a basketball talent? I guess more is like a leader, but then also towards his basketball talent as well. He won a chip. I mean, I mean I, he's won the MVP okay. on three different teams. Or is it no? Or was that two? two, or, two, two he won two. Finals MVP was, on two different two different teams. Yeah, yeah. But you look yeah. at that San Antonio team. That's one of the greatest. But he was the most important but player. But on he that, was incredible I, as a young I, player. I, I, I realize that, but I'm just saying he was on a great team around a lot of amazing Hall of Fame players. He had, like, three Hall of Fame players on his team. But he was the one guarding the MVP that year. I understand, understand, but he wasn't the leader. He wasn't the main. He he was the guy playing the defense, but he wasn't. He won finals MVP. Yeah, because of his defense. Yeah, but like he wasn't because of his not defense. The guy, Jack's Jack's saying like he can't be the guy where he is. Like it should be questioned if he if he's the guy, if that makes sense. Because people were thinking he's fans. the guy, and I don't think right. he could be considered the guy if if they get bounced. All right, let's reel it back in. Let's go back to the playoffs. Um, this series is going to end in four, but Brooklyn and Boston. Uh, I honestly think it's going to end at four. Uh, you have the th- big three back together. But my question for you guys is how good do you think Brooklyn is when all three of those guys are healthy? Like, do you think there's going to be any any sign of, like, dysfunction, any sign of, um, you know, it falling apart? now? Because these guys only played eight, now nine games together. Um, I mean, they look pretty good. I mean, they were down double digits to Boston, but they figured it out. You know, how good do you think this – team can be and do you do you see them keeping it all together or do you see them like falling apart i think it all lies on their defense like because if i mean they've got so many weapons like i don't think scoring points is going to be a problem but there's a lot of teams in the league now that can score points and can hang with them um so and you never know like i feel like with stars like that especially maybe if their shots don't fall right they want to get their own um, or like if the other, like if they get frustrated, like they may get frustrated cause like they're kind of like, they're not arrogant, but like, they're kind of like, well, we know we're the best ones out there. You know what I mean? So they may get complacent, I guess is, is the right word to put it. I mean, I don't know, dude, like talent wise, it's ridiculous what's going on in, in Brooklyn. I mean, you got a hall of fame player as a coach and then you got three hall of fame players on the floor. Like I, I just don't, I just, Kyrie hall of fame. Kyrie's got the hall. It's not even up for debate, dude. I think it's still up there. No, he's no, it's not. He's in there. Come on, CJ. What? What? CJ, he's going to the hall, bro. What do you have? Like all star appearances and a chip? That's it. Team USA. One chip. Got a chip, dude. He's one one gold medal for a while. He was the best point guard in the league. When? I don't don't think. (laughs) Hold on. I don't Hold think on. he was ever. I don't know if he was ever the best point guard. In the Never. Game. He was. T- he was number two behind Steph. Two time MVP at the time. Can, we can have that argument another day. Um, <laughs> Today we'll actually have that argument. But um, yeah, do you guys ha- have anything to chime in on the Brooklyn? I honestly think they're just going to win this in four. Um, I think. I think Boston's going to get one. Okay. I have to agree with that. I think they're going to get one. Okay. They're going to get one. 
Taylor? They'll get, they'll get one. Yeah, that, that's possible. It's either four or five. I don't think anything yeah. more than that. Get the let's business just, uh, done. Yeah, let's just breeze through this because we have a, a, a series that we definitely need to discuss, and I will defend <laughs> my team to the grave. But Philly and Washington, I honestly just don't really have much to comment on that. I mean, I'll root for Washington because of Russ, but other than that, uh, Nick's basketball is back. It's going to be – that series is going to be fun. It's going to go to seven. I think team people are sleeping on the Hawks, Dude, um, which is like, understandable. But I feel like the, that's like the one series that I feel like is going to be really good, but nobody cares about. Because neither team is going to win it all, honestly. Well, like, let's, but I'll like, put money who, on that. Bro, like, I, I mean, the Hawks can't be that good. And the Knicks, like, they, I mean, I don't know, dude. It, it's just weird. Like, I think of those teams, and I'm like, all right, like, that's a garbage series. It's an audition. It's an audition year for the Knicks. <laughs> they're just trying to get a free agent in next oh, year's totally, class. Totally, totally. I mean, yeah. they're both young teams, but it's like. Jackson like I said, be. add Zion to that team, and they're pretty nice. Nah, because yeah. he'll, he'll come back with Julius. I think. I know. I don't know how you'd. I don't know how you'd play with him, but I know it would be no, nice Zion, to see him there. Zion will be a Laker. Okay. Okay. You just, right. want, you just literally want everybody on your team. <laughs> I, just, I just do that to troll. But uh, the Grizzlies. Okay, this is going to be interesting. I actually see the Grizzlies winning at seven. I don't know about you guys. After watching them play, like they give me so much. We believe Warriors vibes because they only they don't even have a superstar on their team. They have a young star. And they have like Grayson Allen in there playing rotational minutes. Grayson Allen's legit, bro. Desmond Bain playing rotational minutes. <laughs> Where does he minutes. come from? <laughs> he's just a spot up shooter. Hold up. And Val- he's actually hitting. Put some respect on Valanciunas. Put some no, respect yeah. on Dylan Brooks. He's no superstar. They're no they're superstar. No- the only star. I'm sorry, on their John team- Morant, though, these past couple games has been a superstar. Maybe not. Hey. Dude, John's, John's, like John's filthy, bro. Hey, I think I have you got to give him that. The last controversial point here is Jaw. Does Jaw give you D Rose vibes? Uh, a uh, little bit, a little bit, like Allen Iverson. He can't shoot like Iverson. He can't score like Iverson. Just the he movement. Like he's Westbrook so fast. Vibes. And... No, he, he gives me Westbrook vibes. He can shoot better than Westbrook. Yeah. The but you guys, what do you guys? What do you guys see? Yeah, the floater reminds me of D Rose, but. What do you guys see this series going to? Grizzlies, Jazz? Because I honestly, this actually, this series actually became more interesting the more I watched the game last night. I think it depends when Donovan Mitchell comes back. He'll be back game two, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I think honestly, he was like, I think it's kind of weak that he didn't play game one. But I think Utah kind of took Memphis for granted and was like, ah, like we got this. Don't worry about it. And then Memphis came in and was like, nah. Yeah. Like, and now Donovan's like, shit, I gotta play. Hold on, bro. Utah has a full crowd too, by the way. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> and they saying. beat them like, I, in I there. Think that Utah came in there and was thinking like, ah, oh, no big deal. Like we're the best team in the league. Like Donovan can sit. Like Memphis barely got in on the playing game, and then, boom. Um, so I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think it's gonna go seven. I think, I don't know, dude. I, yeah. um, I, I kind of have to see this game too. I have to see what Memphis. I mean, what Utah looks like with Donovan back. I mean, it's really hard to say, but obviously I think it'd be sick if Memphis won. I want Memphis in six. I think that that's where it could come down to, but I feel like Utah is definitely going to come out a lot harder and they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder this coming game. Cause like Ryan said, I think they took them for granted. They took them for granted. Um, and that's what you do as a one seed. You know, you, you think like, Oh, we're the top dogs. Um, but well, I think it goes. I think it goes six, like you said, Jack. But I think Utah is going to win in six. I mean, even when you just if you watch the game, like 
Memphis was just out hustling. And, and they still barely out. won. They still barely won. Yeah. Um, I think Memphis is one piece away from being a, a really big threat in the West. The West. It's kind of weird thinking they're in the West, but the West. Yeah. They're not getting a piece. They're not getting a free agent. They no, have to build dude. Free. Have you ever been to Memphis? They're not getting <laughs> nobody, bro. Like, they can't Could even you sell imagine? the city. They can't be like, yo, at least you can live in Memphis. Who's like, a who's a high profile free agent class or free agent this year? NBA twenty twenty one. Like I think Paul George. Could you imagine like Kawhi? Kawhi's a free agent. Yeah, Kawhi. Could you imagine Kawhi I'm saying, Yeah. The decision. Memphis. <laughs> I'm going to Memphis. <laughs> yeah. Who else is on there? Isn't like Steph a free agent this year? Or maybe next year, I think it is. But yeah, Kawhi goes, yeah, the decision. Lakers, Memphis. Yeah, you've been saying he's going to the Lakers. Yeah, Steph will be Steph will be a Laker. I'm manifesting that. <laughs> I am manifesting that. All right. Um yeah, the We Believe Grizzlies, I have them in seven now. I used to have Jazz in six, but we, we believe Grizzlies in seven. All right, now the moment we've been waiting for. All right, so the beginning of the year, I predicted yes, the Lakers would be bring the it one. up, baby. Bring it up. Yes, sir. I predicted the Lakers one. would be a one series, one seed, and Ryan was like, oh, the Suns will be a top four seed. Uh, fast forward false, I know, false. That, I five months. I said top two seed. Oh, we got to look at the tape. Stop. We got to look at the tape. I said top two seed. I said top four seed, but they, I said top four seed, but I can see them being a top two seed. I Dead ass, bro. And you and Scott me. laughed at me. You and Scott laughed at me on the pod. You just happened I, to be I, right, I'm, bro. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I agreed with them. Okay. I'm pretty anyways, sure I agreed with you. Anyways, fast forward like five, six months. Uh, yeah, Phoenix is a two seed. Okay, going into game one, I have to admit, I was blinded by my bias. I was actually very confident the Lakers would win in four. And then I realized how big of a crowd Phoenix has. This is their first time in the playoffs since 2010. And uh, they came to play. Devin Booker is no joke, man. And, you know, I don't even think the Lakers... The Lakers played poorly, yes. But I don't think they played as poorly as they did in other series like that I've watched in the past. Like last year's playoffs or um, even like the playing game against Golden State. Um, they didn't play the, like it, like that poorly they played poorly but they didn't play as poorly as they did in the first half of golden state but yeah phoenix came to play and they won um you know it's a series it's a series we actually have a side bet going on me ryan and 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 taylor whoever wins the series is getting paid 25 bucks i'm getting paid 50 if the lakers win and what's gonna happen when phoenix brings out the brooms then i get i have to pay 50 if, no, uh, no, you gotta pay hundred to each of us. Hundred to each of us. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyways, and uh, you give yeah. us your car. <laughs> Anyways, I mean Dang. that's not gonna happen. It's the Lakers, bro. They got this. They'll come. They'll come back. They'll come back in game two. But um, yeah, I um, as a Laker fan, you know, it's a series. It's actually gonna be a pretty competitive series. Uh, it's it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a. I'm confident. Lakers in five. Go ahead, Ryan. Go get get it off your chest, bro. We can talk bro. about Chris Paul being dirty too. Let's go. Bro, talk about don't it. get me started. You pick. Where do we want to start? You tell you me. I'm gonna give start. you my analysis of the game first. Yes, so sure. You know how shitty the Lakers are. Sure, sure. How do you how do you want to go about this? Go just speak. Okay. Get it off your chest. DeAndre Ayton absolutely dominated in this game. He made That's Anthony facts. Davis look like a fool out there, and he made. Andre Drummond, stat-wise, had a good game, but he made Andre Drummond look like a fool no, out there, bro. He is, he, I am not a Drummond fan DeAndre anymore. DeAndre dominated the game, okay? 
Secondly, Devin Booker is underrated as hell. This man is a solidified star in the league, and he absolutely tore apart Caruso. Caruso was literally on roller skates out there. Anybody that was guarding Devin Booker. You're acting like Caruso was the only one guarding Booker. I said anybody. I just – Okay. I remotely remember a play where Caruso basically fell down and Devin Booker – it was ridiculous. Thirdly, Chris Paul gets injured very early in the game, bro. He literally can't shoot the rest of the game, and he still made an impact, and he still got us the dub. Okay, What was going through your head when that happened? Dude, I I was season over. (laughs) That's what I thought. Dead ass, bro, because campaign is one of the worst playoff basketball players I've ever seen in my freaking life, bro. This man was – him getting ejected from the game literally won us the game, I think. He's bro. the buster screen of the Suns. Like, dead ass, I literally think him being ejected helped the Suns win the game. And, like, yeah. that's that's a crazy thing to say, but he was that bad, bro. He comes in there immediately. Lakers go on, like, a 6-0 run. He turns it over twice. I mean, bro, he doesn't even look up. He picks up. He's so worried about running up the floor so fast, he runs over Caruso, like, eight times in a row, looking like an idiot. <laughs> it was re- it was crazy, bro. I was – I mean, I wanted this man on the bench. I'm screaming at the TV. It was crazy. It was you guys crazy. interject. Taylor and Calhoun interject whenever you want. This is this is me. I'm going to be pretty involved in this. But go ahead, Jack. You look like you want to say something. I was just going to say, like, I, I think Phoenix did an abs- – they did an excellent job uh, sticking to their game plan. I don't know if it was their game plan or not, but the fact that they were able to take the Lakers' big men completely they, – they took them out of the game. Like AD took himself out of the game, bro. AD took himself out of the game. Is that AD or is that the Suns? You're not giving him credit. You're not giving him credit. I'm going to give him credit. Aiden stepped up, but I'm going to say AD took himself out of the game. I think Phoenix, whatever their game plan was, it was amazing. It took them out of the game. They They were non-existent. Whatever they did. The, what they were running on the offensive side, you don't, like you, don't, you, you don't want to, you don't want to think it. But I, there's no way that a guy like him should be able to take it, should be able to be taken out like that. But the Suns, what they were running, AD was just non-existent. Bro, they ran the Dude, same on, play on, over and over. They ran the handoff that, play CJ? to book. CJ, on top of that, bro, y'all start, y'all, your only game plan, you literally were doubling, uh, book like you guys did to Steph, and the, and since the Suns are so deep. What you deny that the Suns are deep, the Suns are so deep that they literally have weapons all over the floor that can shoot and can score. So, like, okay, your on. game plan of that, like, we, 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 first of all, we play team ball, we play winning basketball, and the Suns are deep enough to score, bro. Like, you got Michael Bridges, you got Cam Johnson, you got Aiton. Like, with Chris Paul's healthy, bro, he would have freaking, I mean, if Chris Paul was healthy in that game, I truly believe the Suns win by 20. Dude, Chris Paul was pretty non-existent in the game. I'm not going to lie. I think what won you guys the game was literally Aiton, A, like stepping up to the challenge of and going Book. against AD. And then Book was literally Kobe out there hitting some fadeaways, 100%. hitting some floaters in the paint. So like, dude, they ran the same play over and over and over so again. Three was yeah, you guys couldn't stop it. No. Nah. Well, yeah. I mean, bro, we got to get credit to Book, man. Like, You got to give credit to Book. I've never seen – I've only seen a couple players this year get guarded like that. Um and and uh, I haven't really watched a lot of Suns game this year, solely because you know I got my team, you know. But you know, credit to him, he's a certified bucket. I think he's up there with, in terms of like the best, like most fun scores to watch at like a at like a wingish position slash like a two guard three, book Tatum and KD. I would say those three, those three. He's so smooth, man. 
I, I don't know. Did he have like was that like a like a, a normal performance for him or was that like a, an exceptional performance for him? I mean, I would say that it was a good performance for him. Dude, like that was his first playoff game. He, he shot he shot fifty percent from the field too. Yeah, like that's he, the thing. He balled he was early on the season, but like he was going off. Like you can't deny, like he was going off. I think to you Ryan's said that was point, a good performance. That is not even like his best performance. Like, one of his well, best. Dude, I mean, he scored seventy points in a game before, like at like nineteen years old. So like that's when you guys were ass. I mean, okay, uh, you're, you're, you're asking about that. Devin Booker as a scorer right now, how good of a performance that was. I'm saying this is one of – I mean, it was a great performance, but, like, you're asking on average, like, that was a really good game for him. Taylor, you were going to say something. Yeah, I think the other thing I heard someone say is, like, oh, uh, Lakers, they dropped the first game last year against Portland. Oh, first boy, round. here we go. Here we go. He got a rebuttal totally for Totally different. When you look at the two games, I, again, like it just the, the teams, like they were just totally dominated in this game. Like the Suns, I feel like were in complete control and like to Jack's point with the game plan. But I just feel like, like I said, the three point shooting, as I said before, free throw shooting is what's going to kill the Lakers, I think, later in the series. But I think game two is going to be huge, huge for the confidence because if the Suns blow them out, or win this one and go up 2-0, I feel like they're in a pretty good position. But a split, I think, will make the series definitely Going very competitive. In Los Angeles. Yeah. CJ, CJ, doesn't it make you nervous with how inconsistent the Lakers are? And how no, a little bit. A little bit. That they can turn it on whenever. They've had, I would say, the two games, I would say the last two regular season games that they had, I think it was against Indy and against Philly. No, against Indy and against New Orleans, they actually played the best basketball. Like, AD played his best basketball. LeBron played his best basketball. And then Schroeder, who is supposed to be, you know, taking the ball out of the hands of LeBron and AD, uh, they all look good. Those three look really good, and then everybody else follows. Yeah, they're inconsistent, and it pisses me off because, like, Kobe would not stand for this. You know what I'm talking about? Like, LeBron you never know. Like you don't. Have, I don't have that level of confidence with LeBron out there, because it's just like he's got. First of all, he's got no bag. He's got no bag at all. So, um, and like his, he just looks so uninterested sometimes. And I hate when he shoots three, like a three, when we need just a score. I have no confidence in that three point shot. And then AD all of a sudden wants to take himself out of games. Yeah, it makes me a little bit nervous. But at the same time, like LeBron is like a game manager. You know, say what you want about. He's kind of like Brady, and if you think about it, like he just he can find a way to get it done. So, um, I have faith in my team. I have faith in my coaching staff. I have faith in the, my team. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I think that was an exceptional performance for Book. I think he wanted to prove something. CP looked honestly, he looked bad <laughs> with the, with the shoulder injury. Yeah, he, he could not dribble. Arm out there, bro. Like, he literally <laughs> could not dribble. Yeah. <laughs> And it's going to be interesting to see if Aiton can keep it up, to be honest. So, you know, I have my, I still have faith that we can win it in five. Six. I would say six is a realistic five, just so I can troll the hell out of you guys. But CJ, one thing that you don't know, because you don't obviously watch these guys a lot, one thing you don't realize is how good of a team the Suns really. No, I watched it on, I watched it on Sunday. I, like that, that's yeah. a good team. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They played. Right, everybody you, was hitting. But you don't see it consistently. We know. 
how good this team is and how they can do this every Man. single time. They can Man. do this every night. I'm telling you right now. I, bro, Jack, what? Jack, did you watch game six of the finals last year, bro? Did you see how good the Lakers looked in this? Like, they, they took over. the. That's, they took over. That's a year ago. But you're missing like, the point, ago. CJ. Bubble, what is yeah. the Wait, point? What, no, what I was going to say, they're missing leadership, which is Rondo. Again, that's why I think. What are you talking? We have in- LeBron. LeBron's not a leader. LeBron won four championships. I mean, he, he hasn't has been a great leader. Yeah, he won four rings, bro. With this team, I don't know what you though, guys are talking about. With this team, I think they have no depth on their bench. That's their big problem too. You even said it last year. The reason you guys won was because of Rondo. I think it's on a pod. No, yeah, too. no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm not saying like, bro, they should be fine with LeBron as a leader. You don't always have to have. I mean, Rondo's exactly. there. Like Rondo keeps LeBron in check, and I think LeBron, LeBron was capable enough to win a championship. A couple championships being the sole leader. I don't see Kyrie as a leader on in Cleveland. I just you know don't I mean? think the Lakers got better. I think them losing even Dwight Howard and even JaVale, like those guys. I know JaVale, you can laugh at him, but like I would I say like there's more from leadership of veteran presence. I think I would say there's more chemistry them. issues. I would say there's more chemistry issues. It's just a weird group. Like Gasol was a weird pickup. Um Trez is a small center, so and then Drummond is lazy. Um, it's just a weird collection, and they never got to play a lot of games together because of the injuries. But when they are firing on all cylinders, they're a dangerous team. Like they will. Well, so is any, so is any team. Well, the thing I, is, is, like the Lakers can't. Like when you like Jack, you're saying, "Oh, the Lakers don't play team ball because you know you don't know Phoenix because Phoenix plays team ball every night. The Lakers play I, team I, ball every once in a while. I, I but never, when the Lakers never, do I, play I, I team never, ball, Jack. They are dangerous. I never said they don't, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying the Suns team ball is better. Yeah, when the Lake the the Suns at their best is better than the Lakers at their best. I think from what I've seen, I would 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 agree with that. It's not a bad point. It's not a bad point. But this year, this year, I just I just don't know how, as a Lakers fan, you can be confident in your team. I'm just being serious. Are you serious? I just think it's. I just think it's it's a little bit of like, and I hate to say this, like I, I don't mean this in a bad way whatsoever, but I think it's a little bit of arrogance from Lakers fans being like, well, we have LeBron, AD, and Drummond on our team. Like, we're good. Don't like, say fuck, Drummond. Fuck everyone else. Like, we're good. And it's like, bro, like you saw the performance that they can put out. Yeah, they easily can flip it around, but this is a whole new team. This is a whole new playoff series. And I think it's going to be a lot tougher for them to no, that's fair. just that's go fair. through teams just by turning it on and off whenever no, that's they fair. can. Because I don't think that this year they've turned it on the way that they've turned it on last year. Like, don't get it wrong, bro. If the Lakers are, are clicking at all cylinders, I think they're one of the best teams in the league. Like, I'm not oh, yeah, I'm yeah. happy about that. I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah. But, you but know, like. You also got to respect the Suns. And you got to yeah. respect how good the Suns are because, in my opinion, the Suns have gotten so much disrespect by Lakers fans and by, like, <laughs> NBA fans because – You're young, bad, bro. No, because you are young. How, it's, not, is... it's not even that, bro. It's not even no. that. It's because of how bad that they've been for so long and, like, how their culture has been so bad for so long until they made those changes, like, two, three years ago that, like, if you're not a Suns fan, you haven't seen the switch and like you haven't you don't understand like what's actually there. And so like I mean it's the same with me with like the Knicks and the Hawks, bro. I'm like, these teams suck. Like there's no way. Like how are they in the playoffs? Like if I was someone being like, Oh, I'm playing the Suns, like I probably wouldn't be tripping about it either. 
But like Suns fans know what they got, and they they've got a star and a, a or an up and coming star in Aiden. They've got a star in Chris Paul, who who is a known leader, bro. Every team that he's been on, he has made better. Every single team he's been on, he's made better. He's a known leader. No I cap. Know his, I know his no issues cap. in the playoffs. I know he's got issues in the playoffs, like, but he wants to win. And you've got Booker, who's a star too. I get that they're inexperienced. I get that they're young, but clearly that didn't phase them. I mean, look at what they did last game, bro. Like they're built for this moment. Well, but, I mean, that's game one again. Like you said, I get the Clippers series. It is game one, and I, you know, dude, trust me, it is game one. But I just, I think that the way that they you sent a are message, at it, yeah, I think they sent yeah. a message, and I think the way they did, they did, they did. And that's why I'm wondering. That's why I'm wondering: is this game an outlier or is this game? normal like can they keep it up this is like think about think about the players on the suns who have never played in a playoff game prior to sunday bridges ayton booker and johnson (laughs) so i I mean i think lebron's experience compared to ad's experience compared to schroeder's experience compared to you know wesley matthews montrez Gasol even yeah. when he's in there. Okay, but so. the, the Suns match up really well against the Lakers. I mean, Jay Crowder was a great pickup for them for series like this. He can guard LeBron. He can guard AD. He can be physical. He can, like, make a presence. And he's shown that. I mean, he, sh- he showed that last game. LeBron, I mean, LeBron was freaking kind of non-existent at the beginning of the game when Jay Crowder was on him until he kind of figured oh, it out. Oh, no, LeBron was fine in the beginning. He actually got worse no. as the game got on. Okay. Well, whatever. He, he Yeah. Anyways, I just think that the Suns match up really well. They've got the right pieces. They've got Chris Paul, who's got experience, who's a leader. Jay Crowder's been to the finals. Like, there's more experience on that roster than you think. Mm -hmm. And they've been building for this, bro. They've been building for this for, like, three years now. Like, Book, if if the Suns were not good this year, I think Book would have left. And now he's going to Yeah, be they were there. close to losing him. I think. He's, oh, he's signed a five-year extension. He signed a five-year extension like a while yeah, ago. Yeah, but he so would have locked in. Trade or something, bro. He didn't want to miss okay. the playoffs ever again. So I think that there needs to be some respect put on the Suns. And I think that the Suns are going to win in four because Suns in four. Oh, four. my God. <laughs> I, do believe, I was believing in you. I was like, damn. No, no, no. Realistically. in facts. Realistically, I had to say Suns in four. I had to say Suns in four because Suns in four. Realistically, I, I see Suns in six. Okay. Yep. Realistically, I said Lakers in four. That was actually like realistically because this yeah, series yeah. gave me – this series gave me – hear me out. This series gave me LeBron and the Cleveland Cavs as a five seed versus the the Raptors in 2018 when they swept them. Uh, was, was that not because of the disrespect of the Suns that I just talked about? That's I mean, the Suns, okay, that proves to me that the Suns are actually um, honestly better built. I don't know. Okay. Right. Well, I just remember, hold on. Sure, yes, yes, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing no, I just, with you. I just, yeah. Wait, CJ, because, again, they're in the West. So, remember, the East was a lot weaker. They've won 51 games in a good Western Conference as a two-seed. That's respect. 72-game season, bro. That's and they were coming from, like, season. winning, like, 20 games a year. No, I'm that's, serious. Like, that's, a, that's a good – it's honestly a good accomplishment. I'm actually – I'm not discrediting them at all. They played a really – like, they're legit. Last night, I actually proved – or – they actually proved to me that they're legit. Like Book wants this. Like he wants it. He's built for this. I told you that I said this on an earlier pod. 
He's probably, I think it was either him or Tatum, but both of them got it. They're probably the two most, or he's one of the top two Mamba mentality type players in terms of just the way they play yes. and in terms of just like their psyche. Like he wants this. Now yes. it's a matter if the Lakers can guard it, can KCP guard it, can Caruso guard it, can Schroeder guard it, Wesley Matthews, whoever it is, can they stop, can at least limit him so he's not dropping a 34-point game? That's probably, I've never watched a full-length a full length game of book because who the hell wanted to watch the Suns prior to this year? Um, you know, that's I've, if they can at least limit him, Lakers got a, Lakers got a better chance. Honestly, I think they're going to play better anyways. But if they can limit Book, you have a better chance. And if Aiden can keep it up, that'll that'll honestly boost Phoenix's chances because I know that AD is going to come out better. I just know he's yeah, just, no, I, he's fact. always had a game like this. But can that's Aiden fact. like keep up the intensity? He doesn't have to necessarily outdo AD, but at least you know. At least like put him. up a fight. At least wear him down C- a little C- bit. C- you know C- what I mean? CCJ, C- this is how I know you have no idea what you're talking about with the Suns. You have no <laughs> I was literally <laughs> speaking facts. Ryan was agreeing with me. The fact that you don't think they can keep up the intensity just shows me everything. Oh my God. You're, just be- you're just nitpicking nah, at this CJ, point, bro. CJ, the, the one thing that you will get out of this Suns team is they will never give up. They He's will never give up, no hurt. matter what. They could be. Mean, it is your first they'll, playoff series. They'll be down thirty points, bro, and they'll literally be playing like it's a tied game. All right, so we'll you can never we'll count the Suns out. Will Cameron we'll Payne? He's gonna foul out regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Put the bald guy in. I don't understand why. Monty oh, Javon Carter. <laughs> I don't Carter. understand it, bro. I might buy. His He's jersey. actually pretty good. Yeah. I literally might buy his jersey. Do it. Yeah, he's been bald since college. Dude, yeah. he's been bald forever, he was, bro. This he was nice in college life. too. Dude, I just I don't get I don't get like I understand. Okay, campaign. He's like he did have a a, a pretty good regular season. He's very streaky. He's very streaky. Very streaky. This, this is the uh, West Virginia guy, right? Yeah, no, the bald guy is West the guy Virginia. that tried to throw hands guy, with uh, Caruso. The bald oh, guy. The Dirty ass play, by the way. So good, bro. He's so good. Literally, the last game of the season, he got triple double. Bro, just say his name so you look like a legit, legit Suns fan Jevin, on the pod. Jevin Carter. Javon Carter. Carter. Javon Carter. Javon Carter. He just, know, he just knows his core Javon nine. Javon Carter. And Frank the Tank. No, Javon Carter. Anyways, Did Frank even just, play in the game? No, dude. Frank no. didn't even play. Why? Frank get freaking Man. dusted by like, AD. He play terribly. And Wait, then says, oh, Frank's in? So, Jack, camp, campaign is the backup point guard for the Suns. Yeah. Oh, but you're to the lefty. Javon Carter is the bald guy that I third string point play, guard that okay. I think should be playing, but he. I think he should be playing too. Anyways, all right. I think now that we got Ryan's blood boiling a little bit, I think we can we can uh, get it, you know, get it higher. You know, get that get that blood pressure going. Uh, okay, MVP award. Oh, um, MVP right. award. <laughs> okay, for some reason, I mean. If if the Warriors, here's my take. If the Warriors, I think a lot of people actually have this take. If the Warriors were not a out of the playoffs or b this bad, you could make the case to give Steph the MVP. I mean, it's a clear case. I mean, dude, dude had a crazy last few months of the season. I had a crazy year to begin with, like in general with that team. Um, should I wait for Ryan to set sit down again? I'm sure he's listening. I'm I want sure. an immediate opinion, you know? <laughs> I want an immediate opinion. Uh, but, okay, I'll just get straight to it. Guys, do you think Steph, how much like how much does Steph deserve the MVP? 
Jack, you go first. Uh, this is so hard because he, because obviously they ended up not making it. Obviously, if there was no play in, like he already has it because they did get the eight seed. So technically, yeah. But unfortunately, this year they had the play in game, so he didn't end up making it. But, oh man, this is like actually like tough because of how insane of a year he had and the fact of like where he got this team. Because, like, this team was like, this is a G League team, you know? False. It's a okay. G League team. It's a, it's a, it's a step up from G League. Come on. It's, now. Okay. It's Draymond Green is this, okay. We give, we shit on Draymond Green a lot. Draymond Green, solid player. You guys shit on Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is a solid basketball player. Jordan Poole showed up this year, bro. James Wiseman, he's injured for most of it, but he showed up when he played. They had a solid cast around him. That's a solid team. It, Wiggins was like no. Wiggins is a solid like, basketball player, bro. Not, have you, have, okay, come on. The entire no. Seen, Wiggins is pretty ass. I'm sorry. This year, <laughs> this year he was horrendous. I wouldn't go that. Far. That's a solid basketball team. I I just the argument that people make that he has a horrible team around him is just a false. It's just false. No, it's not opinion. false. It's Dude. not false. I wouldn't say it's horrendous. I would say it's 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 functional. I think you could definitely like be better than a nine seed. You could definitely make the playoffs with that roster. Definitely make the playoffs with that roster. It's not as like unexcusable as like the Pelicans roster. That team should have made the playoffs. But it's not as horrendous as like I'm sorry, but like it's not as horrendous as who made the playoffs. It's actually like I think it's like a the Knicks roster, roster without Tibbs. The Knicks roster without Tibbs, like the Knicks can make the play- I don't know, granted it's the East, but the Knicks made the playoffs. The Warriors could have at least got an eight seed. Dog. I mean, they, they, did, got the eight did seed. Get, they did get it, but then the playoffs. But it should have secured the, the eight seed. No, they, Jack, they didn't get it. Come on. They well, didn't, they get, they didn't get, it. get it. They didn't get it. Heck, they and got it. Jack, there's no technically get it. <laughs> they didn't make okay. the playoffs. Okay, Jack. You guys don't understand what I'm saying. Never mind. No, I, I understand, but like, there's, no, there's no trophy for that. You know. Well, I understand, but I'm just saying like they technically got it. So then, is is Steve Kerr an average coach then? Because if dude, Tim, you're low key, you're low key, you're got low key guy. The, the playoffs is Steve Kerr average. You have a case for that, honestly. Dog, I, I, I know I got a case for it. I've been saying it <laughs> for like two years now, dude. Uh, um, I like the like Steve Kerr should have done should have did better. I know they didn't. Uh, they didn't have Steph for a lot, but if if Steve Kerr wanted to prove, like, yeah. I'm built like that. I actually am. No matter who you give me, I am like Pop. Like, I can get these players to compete, and they just didn't do that last year. And then this year, he had a chance to do that with Steph, and they didn't get there. Well, so, at, the beginning, at the beginning of the year, they tried they tried to make the offense, like, you know, a, a, involve the entire team. But the entire team played so poorly that Steve Kerr said, screw it. And he just had Steph say, Steph, do what you're going to do. Go ham. And then that's how, and that's when he like really shot up and he started scoring all of his points and he started dominating like he always did. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, honestly, like I don't think Steve Kerr did too much this year, but I mean, what are you supposed to do? I mean, he's kind of an average coach, honestly. It's true because think about it. When you watch, Curry, it's really all of the offense is like literally just Curry moving yeah. around. Yeah, it is. Or, or actually, Clay no, Thompson. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't frame it that way. I would say, like he, him putting that offense together was the best thing that he's ever done. On, I would believe in like in that Warriors dynasty, that's the best thing he's ever done was playing that team ball 
that actually like like won them to keep a few chips. But he, dude, these last two seasons are a little disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. He like, pulled like the Phil Jackson in Chicago. He was managing egos. Like that's what he did in. They didn't have that big of egos. They didn't have that much egos. You had Katie coming in. You Katie was probably the only ego. You had to manage three guys that probably shoot the ball twenty five times a game. I wouldn't give him that much credit for that. Do you think Clay has an ego? Clay doesn't have an ego because I feel like he has an ego. But Clay, so it would just be Katie, bro. Clay wasn't just Clay wasn't going to sit to the side and take seven shots a game. That wasn't going to happen. But he did. He He actually did figure out how to manage it. He didn't. He had to manage. He had to manage Draymond so and he, KD. So, so basically, what I'm hearing then is he, if he didn't manage nothing that season, he just sat there and put together an offense that allowed all of them to just. Why I mean, are you? Didn't they have Walton in there Kerr at one point? Right Remember? No, it was 2016. Yeah, yeah the, he sat in and they won every game. I mean, you could have put a potato and in the Luke and now Walton. Like, seriously. Yeah, now Walton can't coach, so honestly, it is Steph. I'm, I'm not. Coaching. This wasn't me. This wasn't me shitting on Kerr. This was. I just wanted to bring up a, a point from the, the that we've talked about in the past. I want to let Jack finish his point, even though we're probably so way off topic now. I just we're talking I about mean, Steve Kerr. What are we supposed to be, we're supposed to be talking about Steph Stephen Curry. Yeah. Sorry, Wardell. That's my apology. Wardell, Stephen Curry. Needed, I, I guess. I guess at that point, it proves to be how much how good Steph truly is. Then. He shouldn't have won this year, though. That was my view. I think Jokic was more deserving of a the full body of work. Hey, I, I think- just don't like the fact that you're gonna give it to a three seed for a, like it's like almost like a boring year. Like Steph, if like damn it, Warrior, damn it, Golden State, if you guys were just a little bit better, we could have had a better case to give it to you. I would be salty though if they would have given it to Steph, or if they if they do give it to Steph, because I mean, 2007 Kobe was pretty much the same thing as Steve as Curry now. Um, but on even like on an even higher level, but I would be salty about that. But I mean, I think he is the most deserving of the award, in my honest opinion. If his team wasn't so cheeks, you know what I mean. Like if if they could at least climb to like a seven, do what he did with that. I think you could have he would have made a better case. This was the worst team in the league last year, and this is a team that's. Had only won what two? Jack, games. They were the worst team in the when league because Steph, Clay, and Draymond were all out for ninety percent of the season. It was the Santa Cruz. And Andrew Warriors. Wiggins came yeah. in halfway through the year. Don't like. Come on, man. Oh and Wiggins is cheeks. Oh oh Are you trying to say, Jack, that they improved because they literally were trash, and then now at least they were competitive, make the playoffs? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, with him, good. that's why you're vouching for him. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, the guy, the guy's incredible. I mean, look, I mean, he can turn this team around. I mean, you know, like what else is there to say? I think he won the award for the second half of the season. I think that's okay. That's I, a good point. I would that's say that that's fair, but like this award is the entire season and they always give it to the best player on the best team, whether, wherever the ranking is. I don't think that Embiid should win. I think Jokic should win. I think Jokic has been the best player from game one to game 72. And, like, CJ, you even said, like, he was too consistent this year. Like, it's yeah. weird. What about <laughs> CP3? Like, I, I know. Mean, I think you can make no. an argument for yes. CP3 because of how well – I mean, dude, analysts – That's what Jack like, was just saying. They they went that would, be an, even more, that that would like, be an even more boring – like Dog, that's like – he's basically a 30-win – 
difference this year. That's yeah. that's an MVP. But these guys played the round of it. I I can see how you can make the case for it because of you know his influence. But I think Jokic deserves it. I think he's been the best player from start to finish. He's he's not the most exciting player. So like ESPN doesn't cover it like they do with Steph. Because I mean, dude, Steph is nuts, bro. Like he hits crazy ass shots. He drops like forty a game. Like nobody's denying that. It's exciting. But does exciting make him an MVP when it's and a it's not fair to him? Season? Honestly, he's freaking. He right, if his team was a little bit better. And it just, those numbers fair. translate. It's also not clubs. fair to Jokic or Embiid because they're big men, then. Because they, they're, that's not how they do it. You know what I mean? So, like, this isn't an excitement award. This is who was the best player, the most influential player. Well, it's the most valuable the player. Season. And if you look at the difference between the Warriors with and without Stephen Curry, he is the most valuable player in the league. By Jack, Jack, oh. that's not true because when you know what? Fun, oh, then look at the sun, a, bro. I gotta stop. I gotta interject prove, real quick. Prove to me. Prove to me. They also have a better roster this year. Well, they are one in seven without him. Okay. I have to interject, Jack. That is, that is horrible, Jack. See, Guys, you agree with me. That's how you. I'm know changing you're wrong. my argument. I am changing my argument, and I framed it in a in a way that honestly probably makes a lot of sense, in my opinion. <laughs> Steph was the best player this year. Best player. Best player. Steph was the best player. That's can we agree on that? Like Jack, I know you would agree with that, oh, right? Of course. Steph would be the best player? Of course. Okay. Taylor, you agree? Steph's I agree. But he's year. not the most valuable. But he's That's not the most getting. valuable player. And Jokic, considering like if you have to consider this, like Jamal Murray went out and the Grizzlies, not the Grizzlies, the Nuggets actually hung in there. Three seed. Like I think they really even got higher. I think they were like a four seed. Shout out the Clippers boosting a Jokic's <laughs> case for sucking. So, yeah, dude, like too consistent this year. But when Murray went out, he helped the Nuggets stay afloat. They actually even like raised the seed. Um, yeah, that's the MVP right there. Most valuable player. But the best player, like most outstanding player, you got to be Steph. Like we don't have that award, but it makes a lot more sense now come to think of it. I like I like the way you worded that, CJ. Ryan, you phrased that so well. You really changed my opinion on the podcast. Crazy. <laughs> That's actually no good job. Good, good for you, then, man. But then Steph is the close second, dude. But I wish I, I wish don't think so. Jack. I wish Embiid is. I think Embiid is way more important to the. No, I would give it to Steph. Steph too. Joel missed too many games and. It's a, boring, mean, it's a boring pick, man. It's a boring pick. Okay, but like I said, it's not an excitement award. But we don't we don't I mean, care about second place over here. We don't care about just, second place. <laughs> it's the first loser, so who cares? Yeah, I just wish I just wish the Warriors weren't so bad. Like you could easily give Steph that award. It's, you know what I mean? Ne- next year he's gonna be getting it. Next year. On the Lakers. <laughs> that's, that's on the lake keep it. dreaming that's it play comes back you're actually nervous about that every time i say that you're actually like you have to like it's you not gonna happen you no it's just ridiculous out. ryan would you much rather see steph on the lakers are you talking to me or taylor Ta- uh, eyes and dry no ah, oh, dude i don't know bro that's both bad like who do you hate more the 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 warrior fans or the Lakers fans, dude, and I, like I, you, you, the I player you hate Bay. the most. I'm sorry, bro. Like Bay Area fans are not. Ryan, I actually, I have a very important question for you. What, what? if what if Steph ended up on the Suns? Dude, I I'd back him. I'd back him like crazy, bro. That's my dog. Then. 
Okay. That's crazy. Do you know who you're actually getting, which is actually going to be crazy? Do you know who you're actually getting? Because CP is 36. Like, is he on a one-year deal? No. I think he's on a one-year, one two-year? We've got him one more year. Okay. He's up there, though. But do you know who that would be a great pickup? Who? Young point guard who you would honestly would actually translate to more Suns wins. Who's oh, young. You can build a core. Who? Any guesses? Any guesses? Is this like a college guy or a guy in the NBA right now? Guy in the NBA right now. You're gonna upcoming say free agent. You're gonna say upcoming Lamelo. free agent. Oh, oh, I don't know who's a free Cat, agent. Jack, do you want to guess? Ryan doesn't like this guy. You and I like give this it, guy. Give it. Oh, we don't like. I don't like him. Dame. No, no, young player. Young guy who's becoming a free agent. Lonzo, get the Beast. fuck out of here, yes, sir. Lonzo no, to Phoenix. God, no, that would no, be dude, a great toxic riff. He is not toxic. What do you mean toxic? No, his family. I would have Ricky Rubio back <laughs> at thirty-three or however old he is. Rubio, Lonzo, stop. That's crazy, bro. Lonzo will win you games. That's just Lonzo fun. will win you games. All right, that was honestly a fun. Actually, that was fun. Might actually fit into that culture though. Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Young, you he know, young shoot, core. Though. He's just got to pass every. What do you mean he can't shoot? He had like right. the best shooting year. All right, bro. Had- I'll say this. I'll say this. If campaign may may get back on my good side next game, so this could be a quick statement. But as of right now, would I rather have Lonzo or campaign as my backup quarterback? I think I'd rather have Lonzo. Point guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Campaign may may help himself out next game. So. All right, shall we wrap it? Yeah. Also, All wait, right. really quick, really quick. It was a humongous flop, CJ. Huge. Oh. Biggest flop I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, bro, it was, dog. You can't deny it, bro. It wasn't even a cheap shot. If I guess we're not going to wrap it. I guess we're not. You I guess we'll just buckle video. up real quick. You Let saw me settle in. Let me settle in. No, you, no, okay. this will be quick. This will be quick. I don't really have much to say other than, like, do you guys understand that CP has a reputation? You understand that CP has a reputation of taking – he's a competitive guy. I respect it. I respect it. One of the most competitive guys in the league. But he has taken some cheap shots at – That's not at a cheap shot. KD, that was a cheap – do you remember the KD when he I'm elbowed him in the game? I'm talking about the play yesterday. That's yeah, yeah, yeah so giving you some context. It's not – it's not – it's actually a reoccurring thing. Chris Paul takes cheap shots. And Dude. he took a – bro, he pulled down LeBron's arm. Dude, that's a normal foul in the NBA. He's you know 250 pounds. Foul, but, Bro, but, like, dude, that's a little gray area. Like, it's a normal foul, yes, but it's, like, teetering, like, damn. Like, that – you just don't do that. It's an unwritten rule. Oh, you just don't tear somebody's dude, arm he down. He grabbed his arm. LeBron is, like, twice his size. And yeah. he jumped. It was, like, literally he boxed him out. LeBron jumped. Like, LeBron, if you watch okay. the whole video okay. and you're not, like, all on LeBron's nuts – you actually feel okay. Like all right, all right. who's a player you like? Who's a player you like? Okay, if you hated Chris Paul, who's a point guard? So if okay, if Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly, okay, what's an equivalent? Okay, if Patrick Beverly did that to a player, who's a player you you uh, actually Devin like Booker. a lot? We'll Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Would you? How would you feel? I would not call it a cheap <laughs> shot, bro. If you watch the replay, I would not call it a cheap shot. First of all, Devin Booker would not be crying off. Okay, yeah, but you that, have but it comes with the guy. Bro, it comes with the guy with the reputation. Okay, but the problem is the problem isn't like we all have acknowledged it's a common foul. I mean, you think it's a cheap shot, which is stupid, but it's not a cheap shot. Okay, we've saw the video. It was a normal foul. The problem is is LeBron's Oscar winning performance after, and that's where okay. all this started. In the let whole me speak on it. Let LeBron me speak. Was on not it. hurt, bro. 
LeBron and he wasn't was angry too. He was fine. He wasn't even angry. Him and Chris Paul yeah. were hanging out. I, Chris Paul picked him up and like they pat each other on the back. Part like, of the game. Good play. Like yeah, like I get it. Like no, no hard feelings. You think Chris Paul would go do that to his best friend on purpose to try to hurt him? No, dog. Like that's let just me speak so on that real quick. Mean. I am a Laker fan. I am not a. Uh, I don't know what you. I don't know what you guys know this, but uh, LeBron super fans. Uh, are known in the basketball community as bronsexuals. I am not a bronsexual. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to um, try and justify the fact that he does over-exaggerate. But, you know, I'm not going to justify that. Uh, Jack thinks Jack thinks it's detrimental to the team for LeBron <laughs> to be. He's like, How can, are you embarrassed to have – I don't even want him on my team. I don't even want him on my team. Jack would probably build his team around, I don't know. Goran Dragic. Kemba. <laughs> Goran Dragic, Kemba. We need an all-Calhoun team. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. We need one of those. Duncan Robinson. <laughs> the all-white but, uh, team. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, I'm not just – I'm not going to back LeBron on that. Like, it, it honestly is annoying, but it doesn't bother me that much because I am a – as long as he's on the Lakers, I will root for him. So, um, I'm a LeBron fan, you know, but he's not my favorite – but he's on my favorite team, so honestly, that gives him some more points. But that I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and justify that. <laughs> like, like that's he definitely did was definitely was extra. But CJ, I'm did the upset. announcers say anything? I didn't hear one word of anyone. I didn't saying hear the announcers. Uh, they were say it was a they were dirty play. On. No, nobody said it was a dirty play because it wasn't a dirty. Yeah, play. Yeah, they showed the replay plenty of Bro, time. I, I think it's a dirty video. play. I sent like eight different videos for you to watch it. Every different angle, other than yeah, that I mean, little picture snippet that you. Sent you know out. why it's a dirty play? Because it's Chris Paul, and he has a reputation for doing some like it's stuff that's Chris, in between that's the lines. Not fair. That's not fair. What do you mean? It's not fair. That's not fair. Just to say, just because, off his Paul, just because yeah. Chris Paul had a foul in a game does not mean are you guys going to recognize the fact that chris ball does like some shady stuff every like like um go look it up man go look it up on youtube chris ball like does stuff that's within the lines but it's like like bro like that's a little I like what did he do the jersey thing there, the jersey thing the guy you remember that last year when he's like oh his jersey's untucked that's a t and the ref gave him a t or something like that like he knows the gay rules really well and it's like it's within the lines. It's a common foul, but it's like, dude, you don't do that. You know what I mean? I think a cheap it's a little man thing. It's because he's six bro. feet tall. I think a cheap shot is unfair. That means by you saying cheap shot, and maybe we have different definitions of cheap shot. It means he intentionally tried to fucking hurt LeBron, and he intentionally did that, bro. And how's he, he gonna do that him. in that split second? How's he gonna do that in that him split out? Second? Yeah, bro. Like LeBron, just gonna pull his shoulder LeBron reached over him. And when he went up to grab the ball, he grabbed his arm down. I think every single basketball player in their career has done that at least once, dog. Bro, I would at least try and box somebody out. I'm not going to grab did, somebody's bro. arm. bro. Did, did you he not was preventing watch the, the rebound. Yeah. Should we post the videos at the end of this podcast for people to watch? <laughs> we don't have a video pod. <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that picture, I just bro. Think, like, dude, I just think it's it's not fair to call it a cheap shot. I think it was Chris Paul tried boxing out. Yeah, bro, he gave him a little extra. Of course. It's the playoffs. He was pissed because he was hurt. But he didn't try to intentionally. I just, just know. I like Chris Paul. I like Chris Paul, but dude, I just he's got a history. He's got a history. Actually, I think you're being biased. It's contextual. I actually, bro, I it's not biased. About this. It's not biased. It's contextual. I have a fun Seriously. fact about this. When I was rooting for Houston, he did the same thing to KD. I, th- I have a fun fact about this. One of my uh, one of my best friends from college, when we got Chris Ball, 
he was so excited because he was he was telling me like we were talking about it. he's like dude chris paul is one of those guys that you just hate to play like you just hate playing chris paul he's just kind of annoying out there like like cj you said he knows the rules really well but now that he's on your team it's just the greatest thing ever. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly different. what you're feeling right now. But no, yeah, but I yeah. honestly, bro, it doesn't matter who would have done that foul. I don't think that's a cheap shot. I just in like got, okay. in the moment we, it looked a little hard because LeBron fell kind of hard, but like LeBron was fine, dog. Like Chris, you got a Napoleon complex. Up. That's what just bothers me. Like Le- LeBron is gonna act like that's fine. I have nothing. Right, but I think that I'm that's not gonna speak on to that, it, dog. I think that that's adding to it. Like it made it seem worse than it was because LeBron made it seem like his arm was in the fucking fourth row. <laughs> I thought his shoulder got dislocated the way he was acting. That's, That's what seriously. I thought too. That's yeah. what I thought too. I thought that Chris was Paul's dramatic. Got it was dramatic too. Yeah. I'm not going to speak on LeBron doing all that. Cause he's been doing that since he was in Cleveland not, the first time. Bad, bro. Not it's gotten bad. worse. Honestly, get, I've look, watched Lakers this year. It's pretty rough when he would flop hey, guys. He's just getting ready for his acting career after his career's over. Space okay? Jam. That's why he moved to Hollywood. That's why he sees three rims. He's like, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah he does beat. I'm not gonna speak on any of that because he's LeBron's is gonna do him. He brought the he brought the circus to L. A. And I mean, luckily we want to chip out of it. But I mean, it's good. He'll be packing his bags soon. Oh, Suns baby, let's go, up, bro. Nah, you forgetting who you're hey, dealing with. CJ, when is LeBron's contract up after next year? I don't know. I don't know. Wherever, you you gonna talk about uh, son gets drafted? That's where he's going. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's honestly, I don't want to think too far in the future because I'll probably be like 20-something, late 20s. <laughs> Do not want to think that. I just watched the video again. And uh, your thoughts? No. You, you're you ridiculous, CJ. <laughs> I'm literally going to – I'm I'm honestly so mad. I'm literally going to go YouTube Chris Paul Dirty <laughs> Plays, and I'm, I'm, I will prove to you guys that this, this man has a reputation. It but, has uh, nothing to do with the reputation. I get where you're coming from, but I think it's unfair to, to, to like just – you got to take a poll, CJ, on your story. Say, is this a dirty player or not? No, I'm going to say, is Chris Paul a dirty speak. player? Like, that doesn't, no, that doesn't mean that's that not relevant, play, though, to this. Yeah, that doesn't mean that this play was dirty. Is it a dirty this play? One There's play. a difference. There's a difference. Search it up on, search it up on I, Twitter, CJ, man. CJ, search I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm disagreeing with you on the fact that this play was dirty. I okay, maybe the, fir- maybe the verbiage, cheap shot, is not the right okay. verbiage. This was a sequence, CJ. LeBron shot the free throw. I saw it. I saw it. He jumped. He did jump. He, he did jump up. in. No, it's CJ. CJ. He came up. He started to box LeBron out. Le- CP3's hand went up like this. LeBron went like this, decided, hey, I'm going to jump now. Here's Chris Paul's arm. LeBron jumps. CP3's arm is already wrapped around. LeBron reaches up. He decides this is the perfect time to try and draw a technical foul, maybe even get – Maybe even get Chris. Oh my God, Jack, it's, not that, it's not that technical, bro. <laughs> Nobody it was not getting rejected. <laughs> yeah, LeBron was thinking this midair, bro. Midair, Jack, thinks this, happening. <laughs> Jack thinks this happens in slow second motion. Of, second of all, he's not even grabbing his shoulder when he comes down. He's grabbing his. He's grabbing his tricep. He's lying on the ground. Oh man, this sucks. He sees the fight going on. Realizes there's no attention on him. Gets up, <laughs> walks over to the fight. Takes a knee. <laughs> takes a knee. Right in the middle of where the fight was, did you just guys, everybody know. Did you guys I, see that video that Big Cat? Because Big Cat talked about it on his podcast. No, was, I didn't. Did he? I'm gonna take a listen to that. Actually, yeah, you should listen because like it's all, all right, but we yeah. 
Sorry. We got to wrap up our podcast. Uh, good conversation today, boys. This is going. I'm gonna edit this as soon as I can. Put this out before I forget. You guys hold me accountable, please. Had edit. a very, very good episode today. Honestly, it's so good to be back. Um, definitely got to have Ryan on the podcast more often, and uh, hopefully, next time you hear this, the Lakers are either a done with the series or b up at the very least. Um, had a lot of fun. It's good to be back, man. I got to keep having these fun conversations. So uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace out.